welcome to the Travel Coach Network podcast, your weekly dose of travel coach info, inspo, and news from around the globe. Tune in to each episode to hear inspiring stories of successful travel coaches who are building their lives and business around travel, all while exploring around the world. You'll also learn all about travel coaching, setting intentions for a trip, adding meaning to travel, and how you can grow your own travel coaching business. Because remember, there is more to a travel career than just blogging and bookings. Now, join me as we reshape how and why people travel. Before we get to today's episode, we have a quick, small ask for you. In a moment, could you pause this episode, go to your favorite podcast player, and leave a review for this podcast? Even if you leave five stars and no words, we so appreciate that effort. When you leave reviews for podcasts, that helps them get discovered by the right people. So that means a future aspiring travel coach could discover this podcast because of your review. We so, so appreciate you taking the time to do that. We'll give you a second to pause this episode and do that now if you can. You back? Okay, great. Let's get on with the show. Welcome everyone to the Travel Coach Network podcast. It is I, Sahar Rose DeVore, the founder of the Travel Coach Network and then creator instructor of the Travel Coach Certification Program. I'm so excited for our guest today. We have Inez Chimagariso. Yes, you got it. (laughs) And she's a wife, a mother, a travel coach who spends her life tripping. And we're going to get into what that means from her. She's known as International Inez. She loves immersing herself into new cultures and has visited over 16 countries across five continents. She's the founder of It's Deeper Than Travel. Now as a travel coach, Inez helps Black women convert their travel dreams from possible to inevitable through a mindset over strategy approach. She believes her life's purpose is to help African Americans connect with the African diaspora as a vehicle for connecting more deeply with themselves. Inez, thank you so much for joining and welcome. I'm Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So tell us, where did your passion for travel stem from? Stem from very, very young. Like my family is originally from the Northeast, New Jersey, but myself and my brothers grew up in North Carolina. So I spent every summer on the road, right? We were traveling from North Carolina to New Jersey. I would either be in New Jersey with just my my grandparents, my great-grandparents for the whole summer, or we would be going the other direction because my grandfather, who is from Trinidad and Tobago, lived in Florida. So we'd be going from North Carolina to Florida. I also danced competitively when I was younger. And so we would dance on cruise ships. We went to Florida for, you know, competitions, all kind of stuff. So it's funny because now I see that, like I see how much I traveled as a young person, but in it, it was just like a blast. Like it was just kind of like, we're just on the road every summer and you don't even realize it, but it really stemmed from all of those different types of experiences when I was young. Oh, I love that. Especially dancing on the cruise ship. That sounds like so much fun. Good times. <laughs> yeah. Did you usually normally just travel nationally or domestically? Did you, when did you start traveling abroad? The first trip that I think I went on internationally was to the Bahamas, but that was on a boat. I went twice. When I was younger, I also went to Jamaica. So most of the stuff that I was doing while I was young was inter- was domestically. I had a few trips when I was still in high school. And then my first adult trip, as I like to say, was to Cancun right after college. But after that, it was like off to the races. Like I was like, I must do this all the time. That's so fun. Was there any of those places or have you been to a destination that really 
caught you off guard that you really love that's made a good impression on you? I always talk about Ghana because as an African-American, I think we have a very set mindset of what it's going to be like to go back to Africa. And also we have a very set mindset around like what it's like there. I didn't really know what to expect. This was before Instagram was so big and everybody was a travel influencer. And when I went there, I was taken aback because all of the things that I thought about, whether it's poverty and sickness and just those type of things that stood out in my mind as what I expected to see when I went to an African country, I didn't really see much at all, right? Like I was able, I was there for a week and a half. One of my really close friends planned the trip for a group of us and we stayed in the Airbnb in, on, on a beach in Accra. And when I tell you, I experienced the top of the top experiences from rooftops to clubs and just all kinds of things to all the way down to, you know, being able to do some volunteer work and going to the market. I remember one of the biggest things that stood out to me was going from the airport to the Airbnb and riding on the bus and just seeing so many people of color and being in a space where everybody is black and brown. It's something that's very unfamiliar as an African-American, right? And then also seeing that representation on their marketing. So on billboards, on TV, on the covers of magazines, it was just like, whoa, like I had never seen anything like that before. So that, I feel like that was really what tapped me into like, I have to see more of the continent. And I also want to help people like me experience more of the diaspora to really kind of tap into their, the fullness of their identity. Yeah, that sounds like a really transformative experience in so many different ways, emotionally, spiritually, you know, really connecting you. Did that inspire your uh, decision to become a travel coach or what? why did you decide to become a travel coach? Interestingly enough, it was a couple of things. So in 2019, I had been planning, my company is deeper than travel. I have owned since like 2012, right? It originally was called Immersion Excursions. And I was planning group trips to take black and brown people to black and brown countries to travel, serve, and learn. I loved it. Like I loved taking people. I really enjoyed like curating the different experiences. And then in 2018, I got married very soon after, was pregnant and had my first daughter in August of 2019. And that year I experienced like a whole identity crisis. Like it was just like, I don't even know who I am anymore, I actually hired my first life coach. That decision kind of transformed my mindset as well as my career, right? It was just kind of like, I've, all, I've, I've been in tech for years, but what I realized was one, there were a lot of things in my mind that was stopping me from doing the things that I wanted to do and be at a level of success that I wanted, but also the, the encouragement, the asking the questions, the helping people transform and win was something that I always had done right with my friends and such it just so happened that I got my coach right before the pandemic thankfully because of course with the pandemic my travel business was about to change significantly along with everything else that year one of the things my coach asked me was what about travel planning lights you up what I realized was it wasn't just the trip it wasn't just taking the people on the trip. It was really watching them transform from being very apprehensive about traveling and very apprehensive about going to certain places and then going with me and coming back and being like an evangelist. Like, you must go. I'm going again. Like, you know, just that transformation lit me up. So I was like, I don't have to take people 
in order to do that, I can help them do that outside of them being on a trip with me. So that's when I was like, well, can I be a travel coach, right? Because I had a life coach. I'm like, can I be a travel coach? And I remember Googling it. And the funny thing is I was listening to one of your previous podcasts and I saw the coach buses come up. I was like, ah, not exactly what I'm looking for. I think I could do this. And I found one article and it was a really old article that somebody had written about you. And that was the only article I saw about (laughs) a travel coach. And I was like, well, I guess that's something you could do. And so that's when I decided I was going to do it. Like, (laughs) yeah, that's incredible to think about you know, it's right. I, I always say travel, being a travel agent and booking trip was never for me, but just like how you did, I forever too, was just like asking deeper questions when friends and family were asking about travels. If you ask the right questions, all those can help lead to the main questions of where do you need to go and who are you going to go with and how long, and what are you going to do there? But you have to get deeper within that. But the fact that you also realize that you don't necessarily have to go on a trip or do the actual booking of the trip in order to still help people. And when you were talking about seeing the that transformation in the travelers from the beginning to the post trip, and it really shows as travel lovers, we understand just how powerful travel can be on us in so many different ways and how a travel experience can really open our minds, open our hearts, open our eyes. And so the fact that you're seeing that in the travelers from start to finish is really, you know, the epitome of what Mm -hmm. a travel coach really can powerfully do. So you're a Black travel coach. Can you explain further what you do in particular and what your vision for It's Deeper Than Travel is? Because that's such a unique uh, concept you have. I consider myself a Black travel and mindset coach. And it's because specifically my audience is mostly Black women, right? So a lot of people who have seen me traveling over the years and want to create some similar experience in their life. What I do specifically is I help them again, like, figure out how they can go from possibility to inevitability, but I focus on a mindset over strategy approach. Explaining mindset, I think is important sometimes because people don't really understand it. And to me, it's your beliefs and your thoughts. So if I was to say, you know, Sahara, you you know, you want to go to South Africa, right? And I know all the things in order to help you get there. I know the sites to go to, I know the places to go to, all of these things. Do you think that you would be able to make that happen? I mean, if I wasn't an expert, no. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, the thing is, but you are already, right? So you, you, you kind of understand it. uh, You, you consider yourself to be a traveler. Yeah, absolutely. You Mm -hmm. identify as somebody who has planned trips, has taken trips, right? To me, that's one of the biggest things that I help my clients with is identifying as a traveler, being able to understand how their thoughts and their beliefs about money to travel, about Mm -hmm. time to travel, about whether or not it is for them or not, whether or not they can go with regard to safety, those type of things are really the things that's stopping them. Because in essence, if you don't have a belief that you can do something, you're probably going to either take no action, or you're going to take inconsistent action. Usually those are the things that I'm helping my clients overcome. They're in a space of they're hesitating, they're procrastinating, they're stopping and starting, they're liking pictures on Instagram and saving stuff in catalogs, but they're not really booking any trips. And so usually that is because truthfully, they don't believe that they can make it happen. My vision for 
It's Deeper Than Travel has always been around connecting Black and Brown people globally. We want to be a champion in the story of how Black people and brown people experience each other globally. There are a lot of different stereotypes that are tied to different countries and different cultures, especially Mm -hmm. around being black and brown. And a lot of times those are perpetuated by media and stories that aren't tied to any grounded knowledge that any one person has because they never even gone, right? Mm -hmm. So I could say all of these things I believe about people who are from Trinidad because I met one in in New Jersey or I met one in New York, right? But I have, I ever actually been to Trinidad, right? To fully experience it. Or, you know, one of my friends had a bad, maybe had a bad experience with somebody who was Nigerian. And now, you know, all Nigerians are, you know, hustlers. And these are some of the ideas and some of the stereotypes that are perpetuated across black and brown communities. With It's Deeper Than Travel, one of the things I talk about is that you know, when, when black and brown people travel to black and brown countries, the experience that is had is deeper than the travel and the trip. There is a bit of identity that is uncovered. There's a, there's a lot of ancestral discovery that comes about. Similar to my trip to Ghana, like I just didn't realize how much there was a thread between countries in Africa and my my ancestral heritage in the Caribbean and all the way up to being from the Southern states in the US and how that traveled up to the Northeast. But when you go back in the transatlantic slave trade, right? When you go back through the Mm -hmm. diaspora, you're able to see it and you feel so much more connected. Um, And especially for, you know, African-Americans, a lot of times we have a, a mindset of like, we don't necessarily belong any specific place. Our, we don't know specifically where our family is from. We can't point to a country. We can't point to a tribe. But a lot of times when we're able to experience these countries and actually take away the blockers, the mental blockers that are stopping us from traveling and go, we're able to uncover so much more of like who we are at the deepest root of ourselves. So that's kind of like my vision for it's deeper than travel. Cause I just believe that, you know, when we take ourselves to those countries, it really is deeper than travel. Yeah. I mean, you just unfolded so much truth in all of that and really just ignites just how powerful a travel experience can be because you're right it's so much deeper than travel than just the trip itself for someone like you to really pioneer with that concept how are you seeing your are you seeing your business grow are you seeing it evolve especially within DEI in in the corporate world, inclusivity across many industries is talked about quite a bit and with companies putting policies in place and bringing in cultural chief officers and stuff like that. Are you seeing any of that resonance in your business or any of your mission and your vision? Because when you speak on that, you're so knowledgeable and it really just rings so much truth and shows just how impactful embracing travel can be across many communities yeah I'm seeing like you know one of the things that I'm seeing is there's a significant growth in the amount of people who are feeling that it's actually possible to travel especially in the black travel community when I started uh emerging excursions which is now is deeper than travel there were very limited people who were traveling, black and brown people who were traveling. Um, one of the first groups that I was in was the Nomadness Travel Tribe. And it was, you know, a hundred people. Now it's probably over 26 to 27,000 people, right? And it's just one of the many 
group. I've seen the Black travel space grow significantly. I know one of the companies is called the Black Travel Alliance, and their goal is really to focus on helping Black travel influencers get a voice in some of the places, corporate places, magazines around travel and that type of stuff, so that there is more of a inclusive energy around who these companies promote to. It's funny enough that one of the reasons that I started Emerging Excursions was because I went to a a volunteerism event at NYU when I was still in grad school here in Philly. I went there and I saw nobody who looked like me. And I was like, well, um, so how are y'all promoting and marketing to people that are black? Like, or, you know, like, I don't see anybody here. Like, and one of the guys just happened to kind of take me to the side. And he was like, you know, I'm just going to tell you. He was like, and I'm, I'm, my girlfriend is black. I'm going to tell you we're not. He was like, there's, you know, in this industry, there's a, you know, a mindset of black and brown people don't travel like that, right? African-Americans don't travel like that. And so that's actually why I started Emerging Excursions originally, because I wanted to do trips for us to places that we want to go to with people who look like us. So I see that the industry is significantly growing. And in my business, I found that it really takes some education around what is coaching. Although coaching is growing, some people don't fully understand what it means. And I, I like the way that you talk a lot about the difference between coaching and travel agent. A travel agent is going to do it for you. And in my belief, a coach is going to be the person to help you figure it out as well as pull out of you the transformation that you need to trust your gut and be able to do it for yourself. What I've had to do for my clients and even in bringing in clients is really like do more education on Mm -hmm. what does coaching mean. And I think what I found is that it really helps to tie it to a sport. People seem to understand it better when you think about Olympians and the NBA and all the people who are at the top of their game in sports have a coach to help them win, right? And so that is one of the things that I've found that I'm having to do more in order to help people understand what exactly I do is to kind of tie it together so that in their mind, they're like, oh, okay, like then I do need to travel. Yeah, yeah, I know that's so true. And the industry has really grown. Travel coaching has been growing quite a bit, especially during and as we come out of this pandemic too, because people are realizing that one, there's more to traveling than just the booking and the planning process, but also the value that travel has on people and how travel can really be used as a tool to help us in any way that we have goals. So it could be through education, through our well-being, can improve our work performance, but setting those intentions for those goals. But then it's the coach's responsibility. Like you said, it's we're not advising and we're not giving the answers to our clients. It's coaches pull from within. Mm-hmm. You ask the right questions and it's a process to figure out, you know, how can I best understand my traveler as a human being going on a trip and how can we make that trip the best experience in every way, shape or form. And I'm not talking about making sure you make your flight on time, not making, you know, those are, that's not what we talk about as travel coaches. You mentioned some of them, but what are some other mindset blocks that black women travelers have and that you can help them overcome? A lot of them stem around money Mm -hmm. and time. Find it's usually money, time and strategy. And usually all of those are wrapped in some way in mindset with regard to, should I be spending my money on travel? Because travel is a luxury, not a necessity. And so one of the things that I work with my clients on is talking about core values and helping them fully understand like, 
what are your core values? What's important to you as an individual and why your desire to travel ties to those. And, you know, in it tying to those, it's showing you that this isn't something that is a luxury for you. This is a necessity for you. Ideally, in essence, what you're doing is when you're stopping yourself from doing it, you're stopping yourself from being your most authentic version of yourself, right? So we get into those things, specifically around money. We talk about like their money story, right? And how the things that you've learned about money, things that people have taught you, the experiences that you've had um, as a child and how those things determine how you save and spend your money. What limiting beliefs you may have gathered from either your nature or your nurture and how we can kind of go through those and overcome them and really challenge them. Is it true? Was it true then? Is it still true today, right? And those type of things. Some of the other things around people, when, when it comes to strategy, people can be so overwhelmed with planning travel. The feeling is really the reason why they're not doing it, right? If I think about traveling and I'm like, oh my God, there's kayak, there's booking.com, there's Airbnb, there's, you know, just all of these sites. And then like, I got to figure out, do I want to do carry on? Do I want to take it? Like, it's just like overwhelming. What I help people do is really like tap into the energy that they need to simplify their strategy. And so that they can focus on doing what's best for them right? As opposed to doing what other people are doing. Cause that's when you start to feel the overwhelm. Like, you know, myself and my husband are planning to try to take a six month trip to the continent. And so people may see that like, Oh, I've always wanted to travel. I need to plan that too. It's like, it's a, no, no, you could start at a, at a weekend trip and it's okay. Travel doesn't have to look a certain way, right? It doesn't have to be a certain way. You don't have to do a certain strategy. And that's why I really focus on mindset first, because what I found is if you have the mindset that I am a traveler and I identify as a traveler and I can problem solve like a traveler, like that's one of the biggest things I talk to people about. Like if, if you can problem solve confidently, you can travel, you can figure it out. If you have that mindset base, then even if you don't take my strategy, if you do take my strategy and it doesn't work, you'll try to find something else in order to get you there because you have the confidence that you can figure it out. But if you don't have the confidence that you can't figure it out and you don't feel like you can solve the problem and you don't feel like it's inevitably possible and it's suppo you're supposed to go, then you'll give up. So that's really why I push people to start with their mind and then we can pepper on how to get points and how to automate your savings and what sites to use and all those other things, which you could use them or you could come up with whatever you want to do. Yeah. So it's really setting a good foundation, you know, and it sounds like you have a good kind of framework for how you work with your clients. And where do you, where do you see the future of travel coaching going? In my actual job, because travel coaching is what I do on the side. I work for a company that their goal is to democratize coaching. In today's day and age, digital coaching is so prevalent. You see them all over Instagram, all over Facebook. Everybody's a coach, which is amazing because it's, it shows that people are really realizing that coaching is really just taking people from A to B, right? Or even A to A.1. In democratizing coaching, it really is allowing everybody to have access to it. Not just executives, not just people who have a lot of money, like everybody. And so I think in, in the way that the pandemic has moved and significantly made the coaching industry as a whole very prevalent, 
the travel coaching industry is definitely going to benefit from that because we were all inside <laughs> for a long time. And now finally the world is opening back up. Everybody is like going outside. They want to travel. They want to do the things. But a lot of people just don't know how because they were shut inside for so long and they didn't know that was coming, right? So a lot of people were at home thinking, I wish I had traveled more. I wish I had taken that trip. I don't know when I'm going to be able to go again. And so that mindset is really going to drive more people to getting help from people who have done what they've done. Here we are as travel coaches, right? And so I think we will benefit that benefit from that significantly because as people want to actually live more in the world, people are moving out of the country, people are, you know, figuring out how to take their families with them. We as travel coaches are really going to be able to take advantage and be able to stand as a resource for all of these people who are trying to take these actions and make travel happen. Right. Yeah. I've heard so many times people say, well, travel coaching is is a luxury. It's like an added service, but it's not. And I'm already seeing that idea being diminished because travel agents are incorporating travel coaching into their services of how they interact, you know, and it's not a, I always say it's not a either or industry. Like you choose a travel coach or you choose a travel agent, a travel advisor, a designer, whatever it is. It's a way of working and, and providing experiences and really how do you tap into the power that travel can have on us and why we travel in the first place, right? Mm -hmm. For such personal reasons. But that's a really interesting thing that you shared there about what your the company is doing. So I love that. And of course, yes, I, I'm right there. I believe it too. I know the future <laughs> of travel coaching is really going to be skyrocketing over the next um, couple of years and beyond because the value that travel has on us has gotten deeper, more personal, and really is at the top of a lot of people's priority list, especially because as we see the workplace environments transform with mm -hmm. remote work and digital nomadism and online technology and social media. So I, I love uh, when people like you and I are change makers in the, the travel industry and stemming from personal experiences on, you know, where that came from. So as we wrap up, can you share with our audience a fun fact about yourself? One of the things that it's, it's kind of tied to travel. So I am a 90 day fiance. So I know everybody is very familiar with the 90 Day Fiance uh, show. Yeah, I love that show. <laughs> so I met my husband in 2016 while I was on a trip to South Africa. And I had done Cape Town. I went to Johannesburg. And I was three days from leaving in Durban. And I met him there. And we decided, you know, we were just going to be, you know, we we're just going to talk and long distance. And then I ended up going back again in the following February. And by the time I got back from the trip in February, I was like, this is actually a real thing. So we dated for two and a half years, long distance between uh, Philadelphia and Durban. And then in 2018, he moved here and we, he was a 90 day fiance. It's called the K1 visa, if you're more familiar yeah. with it. And we were married in December of 2018 and we have two young daughters. So yeah, oh. so I'm like, although I don't like the show because the show is very much reality TV. I am definitely oh, a 90 day fiance. <laughs> I, 
I love that. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Yeah. That's, um, I do watch that show, but I can totally understand that. Why. There's probably some differences. They need that drama. Right. And before we head out here, is there anything else that you want to tell our listeners and also let them know how we can find you and follow you on your journey and as in your work? Yeah, absolutely. So I know that your listeners are mostly travel coaches and some people are travelers as well. One of the things that as I'm growing as a coach and as a business woman, I'm learning is that, you know, coaching is really just taking people through that transformation and it doesn't have to look a certain way. Believing that you are an expert, right, as a coach is really required. And you can believe that because you have had some transformation yourself. And if even if you're just taking people through that transformation that you had, it validates you as being able to be a coach. So one of the things that I've heard my business coach say recently that one of her mentors told her that people are not buying your strategies, they're buying you. Mm-hmm. And she said, they're buying the wizard, not the wand. So the things that you can help them do, the strategies you have, all of these things are great. However, mm-hmm. people are really buying into you. So showing up as you authentically in your travel coaching business is going to be really important. And then also like just mastering the basics. One of the the hardest things to do is to like, just do the things that are required for you to build your business, right? You want to do like all kinds of other things that may be fun, but like just doing the things, right? Sales, marketing, like coaching. That's what we do. Sales, marketing, and coaching for the most part. That's something that I wanted to share with my fellow travel coaches. People can reach me mostly on Instagram and YouTube, right? So I'm at International Inez. I'm all one word on both Instagram as well as YouTube. I'm also on Facebook as International Inez. I don't spend much of my time on Facebook. You definitely can find me on Instagram. I would love to connect with more travel coaches. So please reach out and DM me. That's all I got. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. And thank you so much, Inez, for joining us today. And I hope that you are with us in our Travel Coach Network global community on Facebook. The link for that is in the show notes. Also be sure to follow us on uh, Instagram at the Travel Coach Network or visit us at thetravelcoachnetwork.com and give us a hello. Uh, There's also a free beginner's guide to travel coaching in the show notes as well. And I think Inez, you have also um, a freebie too, that travel planner freebie or something that might be dropped into the show notes. Oh Um, yeah, I do. I do have one that I can share. Yeah. I will share that with you. Yes. (laughs) I have a guide called finding, it's called finding big fun. And it's a guide that people use in order to be able to find like specific things to do when you can't travel. I released it while we're in the pandemic. Um, And so if you want to find like sites to use to find cool stuff to do in your city, or if you want to find like road trip places to go to or those type of things. Um, it's definitely in there. So I'll share that. Perfect. Well. Yeah. Well, we'll, that will go down in that show notes as well as the, the links to connect with Inez as well and follow her on her social platforms. And if anyone knows of anyone interested in travel coaching, be sure to send them our way to our podcast. We truly appreciate it. And until next time, my fellow wanders, bye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Travel Coach Network podcast. If you're brand new to the world of travel coaching, you must grab our free beginner's guide to travel coaching in the show notes. Then come share your takeaway from this episode in the Travel Coach Network global community. It's our free Facebook group for aspiring and thriving travel coaches. See you there.